god, you this goddamn monkey. My weave itching. What you gotta do is stroke it. Yeah, I know. I just put like product in it today, but I don't think I put a whole lot in it. Because some parts of it still itches. I know. This book, I don't know about you, but um It's it it's like the show hyped it up and then it had to be hyped up because the real book is so dry. Yeah. Like the fact that his dad got shot and not his uncle. I just like, well, this throws it all the fuck off. Right. Because What's up, Kiki? The whole time throughout the show, he was grieving. You know, his aunt was grieving the loss of her husband and being clueless about it. So now it's kind of right. like, what the fuck is she about to be clueless about or mad about later on? No, it's not even that. It's the thing that, so what got me was, so are we talking about the book now or are we going to do other stuff first? Well, let's introduce the episode. Okay. What's up, guys? This is uh, so what page we on Bay. My name is Shan. I have Casey here. What's up? And I have Kiki. Hello. And uh, her and this goddamn hello. And um, we're discussing um, Lovecraft Country, the book, because it's completely different from the show. And oh my gosh! I'm glad I didn't watch. The pages that you're going over is one through one on one. Um, so yes, so well, I, I stopped just, at 100. One through 101, okay. Yeah. And I just, I just feel like even if I read the book first, I will still be thrown off by the show because it's completely different, yeah. Um, but oh, wait. What so since y'all watched the show, what what year was this book based in? It's about the same in the fifties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I so start wait, from so page let's one. Ask, so let's ask Kiki what she thinks of it first, because Kiki, okay. Kiki is more neutral than we are. We're biased because we watched the show first and then okay. watch and then read the book. So Kiki didn't watch the show at all. So Kiki, what are your thoughts on the first one hundred pages of this book? Yeah. I mean. It started off like I just felt like my mental was kind of disturbed. And I don't know if it's like for personal reasons or just based on what's going on in the world, like him getting pulled over by the by the trooper and the racism. All the, yeah, like the racism yeah. is what I didn't like. Um, but that was pretty much what I didn't what I did not like about it. But as I got further I don't know. But I mean, I also you have to think about the time period that it's in. You can't think right. of it, and you can't think of it 2020, 2021 terms. You have to think of it back then in those terms. Right, and so that's like, why I asked what year, because when I first started reading, it didn't really tell me what year it was. But I assume that it was like back in those times because you know they was talking about the 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 no colored sign and stuff like that too yeah so segregation and 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 stuff like that right yeah um what threw me off but brought it full circle back to me and it made me think about all the movies of black soldiers going to go mm-hmm. fight in the army thinking it's gonna make them equal and they just found out that, you know, they served in the army as a black man. And when they came home, they were still a nigger. And Mm -hmm. Atticus hated that fact up until the point of, you know, somebody wanting to interview him about him being a black soldier. And his dad was like, for what? So you go over there, you make a fool of yourself. And now you want to convince all these other Negro boys to go back in the army to make a fool of themselves because you still treated with the same racism basically is what he was saying 
And I feel like by default, his son does agree with his dad about that shit because he realized that that didn't, that didn't make him any better or make him feel any different when he came home. Even like down to him driving up from Florida and that sheriff pulling him over and drill teaming him with 21 questions, like. Yes, that pissed me off so bad. Like, like, like why is it beyond, like he asking him, well, how long he gonna stay? And yeah. you're staying for a while, are you coming back through here? But yeah. IQ, that's some of the shit some people go through today though. Yeah, they do. And that's what pissed me off about it. Even though it's still based in the 1950s, like, I mean, what has really changed though from then until now? Not much, no. right? But then, and then another know- thing that I could kind of like say to the book, which kind of started like pissing me off, and like you made that point, Chantal, where you know, black people go to the military, like during those times, black people were going to the military, and then thinking because you know, when they come out of the military, they're going to get treated with a certain level of respect, but at the end of the day, like they're still a nigga, like. Mm-hmm. I I've always had an issue with us trying to be equal Hello? with white people. Hello. Mm-hmm. Like we it's have no like, business fighting for a country that kills us for target practice. Listen. It's not even that. It, it's I just feel like we don't I feel like what we need to do is we need to get out of that the equal if I we're do not this, supposed to be equal. Right. If I do this, then the white man is going to accept me. If I do this, then that's... that. Oh, white people don't do that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what ghetto black people do. Like, like we need to get out of that whole mentality. Yeah. Right. I agree. Because, I, cause, I mean, we're not supposed to be equal. They know that. The problem is we don't know that. Right. Yeah. And it even even when we do get a little bit of money, and then we move into these white neighborhoods, white people moving out because we moving in. Mm-hmm. And if they not moving out, whenever you dress down as a black wealthy person in those neighborhoods, they gonna sit you on the sidewalk, and one of your neighbors gonna tell the police that somebody's breaking into a house next door, and they gonna twenty one question you about, do you live here? Show me proof that right. you live here. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it was mentally disturbing um, for me. It's just, yeah, the racism. I just can't, especially, you know, you have a black son, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even down to the point of me thinking like, would I want to even leave my house if I had to carry around the safe Negro travel guide to make sure a place is safe for me to eat? A place to stay for me to put gas in my car. A place to stay for me to drive through before seven o'clock. Would I even want to go anywhere? Right, right. Like that's exhausting. And then the way that he tore up the book or or took it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took the paper, the um, gift, the paper off of it. And then you have no, that he took the whole guy. Yeah, yeah. And I then you have the. That. The other officer, the other sheriff that he he pulled over so he could pee, and he was like, um, where are you headed? He was like, I'm headed basically north. And he was like, do you know that this is a sundown town? And he was like, no. He was like, well. That was the same sheriff. Oh, it was the same one? The same stop? Yeah. So I don't remember was, him asking about a sundown time in the No, this time. was the one further into the book, not at the beginning. Okay. So he was basically like... Um, Look, all them crackers start to sound the same to me. They do, because they're equally ignorant. So he basically was saying, well, if you go continue north, I'm going to call my boys and you're about to have us a hanging tonight. But if you want to go back south, then you could probably make it in about seven minutes. And I'm just like, yo, the Lord knew that he needed to have me be born in the late 80s because my tongue doesn't have the tolerance or the patience for some ignorant ass, racist ass shit like that. Yeah. It was just it was just really wild. Um, the book is super different now that Uncle George doesn't have a daughter, he has a son. 
Right. And then a white man wrote this shit. I hope. <laughs> hey guys, don't forget to check out Let's Shop Bed on Teespring. I'll put the link in the bio. Now back to this book. <laughs> I didn't need to. Like the whole time I was reading this, I was like, and a, and a cracker wrote this shit. Well, you know, that actually explains a lot. That means that I should be feeling exactly how I feel about this book. Because it, 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 every page is like, fuck your feelings. This is what we're saying that happened. And um, a lot of things in there just made me want to research more things like um, Freemasons, um, Atomites. Yeah, I um I actually looked up some of the books that he was reading. Yes. Like the Arkham and um like that vampire stuff. Yeah. Um I, I thought that was interesting, but I was interested at the Freemason thing too, because my father's a Freemason. I'm not mm. sure if y'all knew that. Um, I, I know a Freemason that's a, a Rasta. Oh. Which is weird. Um, one of one of the other books that he was looking at is The Outsider by, by and Others by H.P. Lovecraft. But see, that was another thing that had upset me about the Freemason thing. Like, I forgot the guy's name, but he couldn't be a Freemason because he was black. Yeah. So well, they didn't want make- him to be, but because it was through blood, they had to accept this. No. But that wasn't was totally all different. the Freemasons in the Predominantly black neighborhood, though. But this is the thing. So it's I guess the guy he was. Um, I don't. I forgot the part in the story, but he wanted to be a Freemason. They wouldn't let him because he was black. So what he did was he started his own Freemasons for black people. Oh. Mm. And my whole thing is, it's like, why you want to be a Freemason? If them, if them crackers don't want you in their shit, don't be in their shit. Start your own shit, but right. don't name it after their shit. Mm. That's like uh, that's why with these black sororities and these black fraternity, like these black fraternities and these black to sororities. Be a part of that, and then pe- people have it as a a black measurement question, like what fraternity started in such and such. I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. But my whole thing is, it was modeled after the white people shit. Yeah, because why well, model mm-hmm. your shit after the white people shit? Do your own shit. <laughs> Because yeah. nowadays you you have black Freemasons, you have black Eastern stars. Yeah, right. But they were from the white shit. Mm-hmm. The Greeks. Yeah. Was it was the Greeks and 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 another group? I just Greeks was down there fucking each other with no. So like my whole thing, like my thing about again, I just have an issue with us trying to be like, well, if the white. Like, I get, like, you know, white people could do it. We could do it, too. But also, at the same token, it's like, let's put our own spin on it. Let's be black. Like, let's not let's not do it because the white people wouldn't let us in their mm-hmm. shit. We're starting our own shit because, bitch, fuck these yeah, because Most of the times when we did that, we were doing it for white acceptance. Right. Yeah. Or because, I think uh, I don't feel like, oh, well, I'm gonna do it because they said I couldn't do it. Right, and then you know, like them, like I know people that's in like fraternities and sororities and stuff like that, and then they be like, "Oh, Casey, okay, so don't be on that bandwagon of like, bitch, you black. Why are you trying to join a Greek fraternity?" Mm-hmm. But bitch, you black. Why are you trying to join a, degree, a Greek fraternity? Why you want to be Greek? Yeah. yeah. Well, all these woke people will tell you real quick. The Greeks are what started homosexuality, so you won't be a gay now. <laughs> <laughs> As if that's There's nothing only... that pisses me off about quote unquote woke black people. As if that's the only group that was doing that. Right. It's so crazy to me. Like I watch so many other shows from the 1800s, and you see them in New York, where New York looked like a nasty, a nasty, trashy, dark, boomy place. And it was just, everybody was doing whatever they wanted. 
there were drunk, right. there were hookers just out and about. It was just like everybody was living a life everywhere. Like there was always an area for this thing. It's not one group of people that just made this thing. So yeah, that was weird. Um, what else? Uh, Hippolyta. What'd you say? Hippolyta. Yeah, what, I, the, I was stuck on these names. <laughs> um, so, like, the show made, so the show made Hippolyta seem like a woman that was trying, that, that, that shrunk herself to make her man feel bigger. But yeah. in the book, like Hippolyta was out like bitch. I'm at this resort. I'm writing for the, yeah. I'm writing for the like, guy. Holla at me you, later. And you stay at home with the kids. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> so that was weird. Um it wasn't weird. I just felt like I just feel like a lot of the stuff that was touched on in the book should have been in the show. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's Instead of vice versa. It's so different. Because those differences made you look at the characters completely different. Right. And I felt like, well, I'm, I'm reading a completely different book and I watched a completely different show. Um, they did have some gems um, in what I read. Like when he said um, stories are like people. It doesn't make them perfect. The flaws are still there. And he was like, you try to cherish people's virtues and overlook people's flaws. Right. And that was like slightly that's that's sort of people's problems when they they focus on the good in people all the time and they don't demand or ask them to get better with the things that they're not good at and they just accept. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a negative thing to do because people usually carry their bad habits into the next relationship or the next business mm-hmm. because nobody has checked them on it because they like the good things that they do. So yeah, I felt like um, that was a problem within itself. But then also at the same time, not everybody is perfect and people can just have like different quirks about them that some people overlook. Yeah. Um, what else? The part where his dad was like, um, was having an argument with his mom and he basically was trying to force his mom to want to know where she came from. And he was saying, um, you know, that she owes it to herself, that she deserves to know. Um, she has a right to know who she is. Um, you have a duty to do that, to know who you are or who we are. Because he just felt like it was something she was always hiding. And then Atticus talked about it later on that his mom did tell him and made mm-hmm. him promise not to tell his dad. So you, right. you you over here making your dad feel crazy for thinking something more. And there is something more, but you're judging your dad for being crazy. I'm just like, that's so hypocritical. Like, living your truth. <laughs> but she don't want to talk about it. She don't want to talk about it. She don't want to talk about it and she ain't dare to talk about it no more. But now that you see that your dad is damn near kidnapped and held somewhere because of you on some true shit that had to do with your mom, I feel like, okay, so are we going to tell the truth now or are we going to keep lying? Mm-hmm. I think that would have happened regardless. Oh yeah, because they was like, you know, you had to come at your own free will. Right. I I just think that was gonna happen regardless. He probably would have been less upset about it if he knew that this definitely connected to this stuff. No, he no, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. And while I'm reading, I keep I keep seeing um um the actor Michael's face. Yeah, me too. Like what the hell? Oh, and then they didn't have baby teeth. Oh, yeah. I was like, where is the monsters at? He's all about. It must have been a grizzly bear in the in the. No, I'm talking about baby teeth. The girl. It's not a girl in the book. It's a boy. Oh, I know. That's what I'm pissed about. 
Which wait, which one? Because the two daughters in the book in the in the show aren't aren't daughters, they're sons. So Uncle George didn't have a daughter, he had a son in the book. And then um Tick's cousin isn't the white girl who I call baby Tick because she got small butt teeth. It's um it's a guy. His name is Caleb. Right. Okay, who is the house that they went to? Marvin. That's supposed to be uh, what you call his brother. Was he in the story? Was he in the show? Yeah, he was on the show. I don't remember him being in the show. Because it was only for like a little bit. Okay. Like when they were driving up to Massachusetts, they stopped at his house to drop Letty off. Because Letty was going to ask for money, and then they, him and Letty had that whole argument in the kitchen when she was cl- like in the dining room, when she was cleaning up. Okay, okay, he yeah. He was talking about their mama funeral uh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's Marvin okay. in the book. What pissed me off before that was George at this goddamn restaurant. First of all, if you with a group George of black been people, me off at that restaurant since the show. <laughs> if you with a group of black people and a group of black people don't feel right about. A place or a situation is a common vote that we're leaving because two people are against one. Why the fuck are you trying to sit down and have these people coffee? It's not even that. It's like you you see that you're not welcome there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go Ew. leave. Who's nuts? Like I'm not like I'm not gonna like even to this day I'm not gonna spend money somewhere where I don't feel like I'm welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He talk about they might spit in your drink. If I don't care if it's a black thing. I don't care if it's a white thing. I don't even. I don't even care if it's just the person at the front door has an attitude that day because somebody else had pissed them off. I'm not going to spend my money where I don't feel welcome. That is why but I don't, don't even make why, money though. Why black people will go somewhere consistently that they know gives horrible service. Well, sometimes the food just be good. No, you be good can't front, go. Though. But I'm not going to sit there and eat it, though. I'm going to order people, it. If people are standing in line waiting after right. they made a reservation for hours when mm-hmm. there's perfectly nobody sitting at tables sitting in there. Yeah, I'm not going to go to a restaurant where you're blatantly being a bigot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't want your money. And yeah. everybody's money is the same color. But they don't even want your money. Y'all don't want my money, so why am I spending it here? Mm-hmm. You just want me. You just why want am you. I fighting you tooth and nail to spend my money here? Same thing with black people buying um, these name brand um, white company stuff, and they constantly making fun of you. Um, as a black person, you stay buying it, and if you ain't buying it, you bootlegging it. Right. You just like. But that's like. That's like that whole surge of restaurants that people were recording talking about me and this person got on the same outfit, but you kicking me out because I'm black and they got and they can stay because they white. Yeah. If you don't want me here, you don't want me here. Yeah. I'm just gonna write a review and be like, they're being a racist. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna get on my live and I would just be like, Well, y'all, y'all see my outfit? Y'all see that lady over there at the bar getting served? She got on the same outfit. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a restaurant. They don't like they don't they don't want they don't want black people's money. Right. Period. I'm not gonna sit there and ask me to the manager. I'm not gonna ask for the owner. I'm not gonna ask for all these people when it's blatant in my face that you don't want my fucking money. If my money's no good here, then let me back. Mm -hmm. I just won't come here again. Because the reality is after all of that, would you want to sit down and eat? No. But you know, people do this all the time, especially when I go to Philly and I see how people talk to other people that's cooking their food. Why? Why are you going to wait for your food after all of this disrespectfulness? Just sit there and be like, you know, I don't want the food to take it back. No, they're going to take it. That's the crazy part. So... Yeah. Have you been after eating somebody and, and they and they always gotta give um the waiter or waitress a hard time? That's annoying. <laughs> I hate that. Eat, I hate that too. Look, like, uh, eat all the food and then complain about how something wasn't cooked right. Well, they can't tell. 
or drink all the drink and complain about how it wasn't enough alcohol in the drink. Well, they can tell because you finished it. You finished the glass. When I used to work at Denny's, I used to hate that shit. Like, there was this one guy that came in Denny's and he, like, complained about the food, but he damn near ate everything. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing left on his plate was a piece of toast. <laughs> because they trying to get something marked off the receipt. for free, right. Yeah. And he was like, my eggs weren't cooked all the way. And then I was like, well, you ate them. But so. you ate them, right. Tough titty. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't know um, how they wrote about the hooded white knight. Just say they was KKK. <laughs> like, right. stop trying to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what else is changed in the story because clearly it's short. It's not long like the show. The show put in a lot more fluff to drag it out. But... Um, okay. So y'all like the book better or the show better so far? The show is the show. But a lot of what's in the show never happened in the book, apparently. But they needed it's bits and pieces that did, but it's not like Yeah. I think you could actually tell that black people were involved in this show and not this book. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like black people were consulted during for the show. Yeah, I feel like what happened was the person that 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 wanted to the the person what was her name something green. I don't remember that name. I, I think she's the writer for the show. Oh. Anywho, I feel like she read this book and she was like, you know what? This book is about black people. Let 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 me let me have let's have a black person tell the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus some white man. That's about me and my feelings. I'll tell you that. Um, Misha Green. That's such a black name. That's her name. It is. Misha. Um. I don't know. It is. It's a reminder of the fact that ain't shit changed and it's a reminder of how deep-rooted the racism is, mm-hmm. still is. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's kind it of like... It just makes me think about... Um, oh, I'm sorry, Chantal, go ahead. It's kind of like they want to cover up the fact that they did fuck their slaves and now they have connections to their actual family lineage and they want to um, let that be known. That's why we're letting you in because somebody was fucked, not because we want you here. And um, that still goes on today. And it's kind of like, hmm, do you really want to claim that last name though? If that's if that's the 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 trash that they're giving you on top of it, or is that something you're proudly ready to claim? And I think that's why the Black Panther Party was so. Um, so like hard on like creating your own name and not taking on these uh, masters' names. Casey and this goddamn monkey in my face. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it just makes me just kind of want to want to look forward to to it being reversed. Oh yeah. Like when, I was, like when I was in the sixth grade, one of the things that um my English teacher said is that the Caucasian or the white race mm-hmm. is the only race who um has never really experienced racism. Yeah. Nope. And then she asked us, like, you know, like we white like what, 12 years old in the sixth grade? Mm-hmm. And she asked us, she was like, Okay, so who do you all think? will get it the worst. And another Caucasian student said the white race. And she was like, yeah. What she, what did she mean by get it the worst though? Like karma the like 
Oh, of course, because they it's they, gonna come back on them tenfold. Oh yeah, they screwed over every ethnicity, every uh yeah. group of people. They still are. Yeah. Overseas and other people's business when we got so much of a shit show happening over here. But see, mm-hmm. that's what pisses me off about other ethnicity groups like Asian and Indian and like fucking Hispanics. Like y'all try y'all hardest to kind of like be equal to white people as well because you're closer, you're probably a little bit closer to their skin tone than black people are. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yet, you know, when you walk into these rooms, they still don't see you as one of. You're them. not. You're. They still. They. They still think you're inferior to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in my eye, like in their eyes, you still, you just, you just an Asian nigga. You a nigga that's you use a Spanish speaking nigga. Mm-hmm. Use a use an Indian nigga that um that eats curry. Like all the stereotypes that like you're still a nigga to them. Yeah. You will never be equal to them. And I don't care how many, I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't give a fuck how many white friends you have. I don't care if you marry you a white girl or a white man. And then y'all have quote unquote mixed babies. Like to them, you are still not equal to them. But it's the money that they, they, is that they, they have (gasps) so much money that it gives them a, the illusion of respect and then when you talk about American culture when you come here I think other um, cultures of people who were discriminated against at one point in time they completely erase that feeling and that that uh, that whole part of their upbringing of their culture whenever they get, they feel like they got themselves on track. So now we don't have to remember that anymore. And we don't have to feel sorry for a a group of people that are still being discriminated against. And we know what that's like, but we're gonna act like we don't see it because our money is good now. We have enough people around us that have money so we don't have to pay attention to that. And that is why- But they're just around them for their money. And that is why it keeps continuing. That is why we, as as brown and black people, could never be okay for an Asian family that wants to keep their family completely Asian, and a uh, Indian family that doesn't want you to date outside your race because they will kill you. They have been in the news killing their uh, child's fiance and 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 girlfriend and boyfriend because they just think it's just so just disrespectful for you to even think that this is okay. And that's how deep rooted uh, the hate is when it comes to other cultures outside of black people. I think black people are more welcoming of other cultures dating and coming in and marrying us. But on the reverse side, it's very like, oh, you want me to kill you because this, we. This is disrespectful to our family for this to happen, but I just think it's so dumb. I think it's dumb. It's crazy because other cultures will marry a white person or date a white person before they date a black person. Right. But I think that one of the reasons why white black cultures is so open to other races because I just feel like every race or every ethnicity stems from black roots but they don't want to claim it they don't true it's true but they don't want to claim it there used to be black asians and they basically killed them off to make people today not know that they once existed but you can get history books and read and see it but you can see it in people today where black people have a lot of asian like features you can't Mm -hmm. erase uh, genetics. Maybe. <laughs> you can't erase genetics. So, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And then everybody wants to bite off of black culture. Hello. Mm-hmm. 
But don't nobody want to fuck with black people. Hello. And then you'll yeah, have some, listen, and then you'll have some black zombies who want to look like white women. Child. You know, cutting <laughs> off their nose, shaving their nose, you know, changing their eyelids, you know, changing their, their hair, bleaching their skin. I'm just like, people just have nah, to but these white bitches are trying to look like black women now. Yes. Okay. With people the, just have to lips. learn. People have to learn how to love themselves. We ain't got time. They're trying to get black women lips. They're trying to get black women butts. They're trying to get black women titties. Meanwhile, most black women today trying to get rid of it. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. But what what I do appreciate, though, is that, you know, I feel like we're in a time where black people are really starting to love themselves more. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to work on healing themselves more. Yeah. I also think that we're living in a time where um we're actually going to start like stop experiencing so much brutal racism. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I feel like they're going to start um, peeling back layers of this constitution and doing away with it. Yeah, but at the same time, at the same time, I think it's going to be very important for us to pay attention to what they're going to replace it with. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But it's—I mean—it's been a minute since we started the show with the book. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. I just wanted to bring you a special guest called Silence. Because this is where your ad should be. If you have a new book to promote, this is your chance to put your ad here. Okay? So just email us at so what page we on be pod at gmail.com so you can put your ad for your new book, poems, whatever you got going on that people want to read, people want to check out, and people need to go to even your website. Put your ad right here. Is there anything interesting going on in our lives today in adulting? Um, interesting like how? I don't know. Anything... <laughs> you know, positive or change going on in Casey's life? Anything positively changed going on in Kiki's since we last spoke? You know, we have one more week till February. That's Kiki's birthday month. Yeah. Speaking of, y'all mentioned Greek. <laughs> I was going to have a Greece, <laughs> Greece-themed birthday. <laughs> Like Greece the musical or like Greece the country? No, 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 the country. Oh. No. Because I was supposed to be in Greece for my 30th birthday. Aww. That's the so trip I, I like, would have made. Listen, right. everybody would have made it. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to drop Kobe off in Texas. <laughs> Fly out of Houston, 16 hour flight. Um, but I think I'm I'm gonna bring Greece to me. Okay. That's dope. Okay. I don't have much going on. I I I've I've came to the realization that real estate isn't for me. No. Um, so you gonna start pulling houses? Huh? So you gonna start pulling houses? I'm, I'm not gonna stop, but I'm not gonna be like Hi, my name is Casey and I sell houses. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do all that. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, my experiences doing real estate, like, I only sold two houses. Mm-hmm. And, like, my experiences with dealing with loan officers, dealing with clients, dealing with sellers, dealing with um, other agents mm-hmm. has not been a positive experience at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people 
I'm like, yeah, you know, you have your good and your bad people and everything that you do. Yeah. But I don't like people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And interacting with people, especially people that when you're very direct in what you want, mm-hmm. kind of just like very like, well, what do you mean by that? That pisses me off. <laughs> I think he crazy like bitch. I just told you what the fuck it meant. <laughs> exactly what I already like said. the last okay, so like the last house I sold, like the listing agent was a complete dumbass. <laughs> and it kind of struck a chord with me because they charged the they were charging the seller seven percent commission, right? Mm-hmm. They were getting four, and I was getting three. So when negotiating sales price and stuff like that, I kind of went with what my clients were going with because my client was already, my client was, is a realtor. But she's licensed in a different state. She's not licensed in Georgia. And they were buying a house here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of like, okay, kind of like give me the rundown of like how Georgia operates this, that, and the third. So I kind of did that. And then she was like, you know, she, I, I, she was in the driver's seat. I had let her do her thing because the, the thing about it was she wasn't here. Her husband was looking at the houses. She was still in Florida dealing with other stuff. While the husband was up here, we were looking at houses. He would be like, hey, I like this house. Me and her kind of talked about it, and then she was like, "We're well, going like this," and I'll just be like, "Okay, cool." But like dealing with the listing agent, trying to get shit done, like he was a complete idiot. Most of them are though. And then when the appraisal came back, and then the price, the sales price was higher than what it appraised for. I was like, "Well, we're not going to do that." If at as it at the most, we'll go with what the house pays for. And he was like, Well, can you come up two thousand dollars? No. What was that a question? Right, no. Yeah. I see what you're saying though. Like I hate like matching other people's energy. Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing that. I don't always be in the mood. (laughs) And then and then and then what really pissed me off was the loan officer for my clients called me trying to push this deal through for $2,000. And then they're going to come up to me and say, well, are you willing to give up $1,000? Are you you willing to give up, Casey, are you willing to give up $1,000 of your commission to make this deal go through? No. This is not my house. I said, unlike y'all, I got a full-time job. Mm Mm-hmm. So if I don't get all my money, I ain't getting no money. I'm still gonna get a paycheck from my other job. Yeah. So we can walk away from this deal and I can find him a house tomorrow. Right. No, we can walk away from this deal and I can find him another house in an hour. But didn't you already tell them no though? But that's what I'm saying. People don't want to take your directness the first time. And then they push you to the point where you have to be an asshole for them to understand. I shouldn't well, have I'm to fucking lie. You to understand. Like I'm fucking lying to you. What the fuck did I lie to you about? <laughs> and then there's always this game of like going back and forth. Like who could like how can I one up the other person who I'm on the phone with? And I'm not for that. This is the thing, and then I feel like other realtors don't understand this. I feel like people be watching too much made out of listing. HGTV bullshit and then like coming bit and thinking like it's this whole like big like we got this whole thing going on. Uh-uh. That happens when you're dealing with multi-million dollar homes. Sweetheart, we're in a hundreds, two hundreds, three hundreds, four hundreds, five hundred thousands. It's not that big of a fucking deal. All right. You and I sit down together. I talk to my clients. I present you an offer. Actually, no, I talk to my clients. And then I talk to you and I kind of get your idea of what's going on. Hey, how long has I see how long I see this house has been on the market for X, Y, and Z. Why it's been on the market for so long. 
are the are the sellers stuck on this price? Why are they selling? Can they go up a little bit? Can they go down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like we had these conversations initially. Then I could be like, all right. After I talk to the listing agent, I'm gonna present you with an offer later on this evening. Let me know what you think. Very simple. It could be so simple, but everybody wants to make it so hard. Plus the fact that I feel like the market in Atlanta is very saturated now. I feel like every other week somebody's getting their real, real estate license. Yes. Listen, that's what I was like. Oh, my thing is jumping on the on the Instagram hype. Yes, and people were like, why don't you get in real estate? I don't like people, so I'm not getting in real estate. Right. Like, I and don't honestly, I, I've never worked in service jobs because I don't like people. I work in jobs where I can walk away. And I don't know much about real estate and all that and stuff, but I do know something about sales. And I don't think that it's as easy as it looks. It's not. And I think that's why people are jumping on because they get on Instagram and they see these other realtors showing all these multi-million dollar homes and all this stuff but are they but listen, okay so like i was telling you the other day i was like these real estate agents they have all these houses on their real on their on their Instagrams and on their website and stuff like that a lot of these listings aren't theirs i bet they're listings from other agents that they put on their that they put on their Instagram and then they hit you up with the well if you want to take a private tour of this property, let me know. Cause all we're gonna do is just is just call a listing agent and schedule an appointment to go see it. Listen, even those even those go see it yourself sites. Did I tell y'all somebody came and knocked on my door to look at the house to rent it out two weeks ago? I said, man, how you in right now? Yes, I said man. now. Yes, I said, ma'am, this house is rented since October. She was like, well, on the website, it has that it's looking for renters and it's this much. I said, that's old. Using an old post to look like they have more property. Clearly, I moved in here, ma'am. Girl. It was so funny. Wow. And then that's another thing. Like, people don't update their shit. That's why it was so hard to find places because online it would tell you one thing. You call and they'll be like, oh, that's taken. So can y'all update this, please? Yeah, that happened to me too when I was searching. It's annoying. Very annoying. I'm like, all these goddamn um, application fees y'all want to talk to, so y'all could at least update the damn listing. Exactly. Hey, Kobe. And now they be taking like they be taking like a dollar for you to come. Hey, but yeah, it's a mess. And I was, and then again, it's like so many people are getting into the game. And it's like I just I just don't want to be bothered. I just feel like it's one of those situations where it's like so I initially did it just to learn about real estate myself. Okay. Cause y'all know I'm one of those people. I'm I'll take a class in a heartbeat to learn any and everything. Right. Like I'm taking a class next week. It's a three-day class to learn about commercial real estate. Yeah. Not, now, not saying I, I want to do it. Right, I just right. want to learn about it. I think commercial real estate is dope. But it's like, it's so many people getting into it. It's like the market is starting to get saturated. You're starting to have like... And then the thing about it is what I feel like with Black people... Black people specifically, because I don't know about anybody else. I feel like what we do is we see like we see like two, three other black people making money off of something. Mm-hmm. We jump on what they're jumping on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad habit. Maybe, maybe that God did not have that plan for you. Right. 
That's like when we did an Airbnb. Like we jumped on an Airbnb and it was like so many people doing Airbnbs. I remember. I remember. And then after a while, it was just like everybody doing this shit. So you ain't even, you're not even making no money. You're not. Because this is, and then it's like, you know, you have somebody that has an apartment in the same complex as you and you're doing mm-hmm. an Airbnb, but they're doing it for $40 a night and your shit is $80 a night. Mm-hmm. That's why it's more beneficial for homeowners to do this because you can update your amenities exactly. without asking permission. People in New York they have Airbnbs in their fireplace. They buy in cheaper, um, more modern looking furniture so it can look good on pictures and they're getting more people to come in. But that's actually a bigger city that people actually want to be in that are willing to right. pay whatever price instead of $300 a night just to be in Manhattan. So it's a win-win. Right. And then like I was telling Drew, I was like, you know, we can't have an Airbnb. I like the purpose of Airbnb is for people who don't want to stay in hotels. Yeah. Right. They want and then to the purpose and then the purpose of an Airbnb is to be cheaper than a hotel. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why are people charging hotel prices? Five, six hotel prices. Right. For Airbnb. Right. Yeah. If people be really trying to retire off of Airbnb, no. People Listen. who have Airbnb have space. They have multiple rooms. They might have a um, multiple level house. And they work a good job with great benefits that they're going to keep until they reach the point of retirement so they can collect that money and yours. Listen, I got a whole whatever has an Airbnb. His Airbnb is his... Is his... Is his spare bedroom in his basement? Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a spare bedroom in the basement. He gives the people the cold to the garage, mm-hmm. and then the cold into, and then he has like a um, he has a lock on his um, the upstairs, the door that goes upstairs to his house, mm-hmm. and then he has like a combination code on the Airbnb bedroom door. Mm-hmm. All right. So he'll give you that code for the bedroom. So you have your own bedroom, you have your own bathroom, you have a microwave, you have a coffee machine, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Go about your business. It's really on Go. Yeah. I got a homegirl who has an Airbnb. She's the Airbnb and not a room in her house, a spare bedroom in her house. Mm-hmm. But she got four bunk beds, so she do it like a hostel style. So like you're not you're not renting the room. You're renting the bed. Yeah. And you may rent the bed with like three other people that that weekend. Right. But that's why you have hotels. Because hotels is something you might want to get fucked in, lounge in for the rest of the day, <laughs> be out and about. This Airbnb, I don't expect you to be here all day. I expect you to sleep here and your things will be here, but I don't expect you to be here lounging around my house all day. Listen, their Airbnb, Airbnb is supposed to it's just for you, a, a place for you to change your clothes and wash your ass. Mm-hmm. And see, that's why I like staying at hotels. I've never been somewhere and booked an Airbnb. Me either. Because I like, you know, like I, I want to wake up, you know, have breakfast sent to my room or just be in a robe all day or a towel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not in a hurry to get up and go out and explore wherever I'm at. Yeah, like one time when Drew and I went to Miami, we stayed at these hotels. We stayed at, what's it, the A-Loss? We stayed at like the A-Loss in, in Aventura. And it was like, it was just a day where we just stayed in bed all day. Yeah. And watched Netflix. And like the hotel was like in the shopping center. It's a real nice shopping center. So if you wanted something to eat, all we had to do was just throw on some clothes, go down to this, to this little restaurant at the shopping center, and then come back to our room. Right. Like you didn't have to, yeah, it wasn't much to do. When when Sarah had came here for Anya's birthday, she stayed at an Airbnb, but it was the whole house. Nobody else was there. But in Atlanta, you can do that. Yeah. You can't do that everywhere. Everybody about to give you that whole house for Airbnb. Right. And then like that's right. another thing. Like if I do do Airbnb and it's a whole house, it's like me and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. And we chilling. And we chilling for the weekend. I think Airbnb is smart when you go to like islands with a group and y'all just want to rent out a house. That makes sense because 
yeah. you're cutting the cost with multiple people. But when it's like you just and then like you have a chef come and cook one night for everybody yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. But y'all, people get an Airbnb and be and be hoeing. <laughs> they get an Airbnb and make OnlyFans content. I'm done. This is the place that we shoot a porno. You ever go somewhere and it be so cold and modern that it look like you just shoot porn here? Yeah. Like somebody pussy definitely <laughs> been on that. Oh my color not fading. Let me see it. Is it fading? It don't look as purple as it did yesterday. Oh, okay. It's probably because it's not in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. If you got that monkey on your back. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, what else? Um, RIP to MLK. Thank you for a three day weekend. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Um, y'all going back to work? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. yeah. I'm off don't, on Thursday. Don't your job? Um, don't your job recognize Juneteenth? Mine. Kiki's does. Oh, that's Juneteenth, yeah. not tomorrow. Okay. Not January 18th. Yeah, I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm trying to get you a four-day weekend. <laughs> um. Now, my uh, homegirl who lives in D.C., she says she has Wednesday off because it's a holiday for the inauguration. Oh. Well, That's what's up. I don't think anybody should be leaving their house on, on Wednesday in D.C. It's just like... I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, we all interested, but I ain't trying to experience it if I live in D.C. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I may not leave my house. In the, I, I live in Georgia. Right. Right. I got all my groceries yesterday. I don't need to leave my house. I'm fine. Um, yeah, I got mine this weekend, too. I don't know. I don't know. Them people crazy. Very. Um, what else? For cervical cancer awareness, I have a fact. Cervical cancer is the second most common type of cancer for women. And only certain strains of HPV cause cancer. What type of side effects you should look for is unusual discharge, your painful PP, and back pain. If you have random back pain, you might want to go have your doctor check your twats. Okay, and men also <laughs> men also get HPV, um, so just be aware. Mm-hmm. Why do you say it like that? Because <laughs> some of y'all think COVID about to catch a twat, and you have to go get checked out, and that's not how this works. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Our next reading will be. For pages 101 to 181. 181. Yes, 101 to 181. And we will record again on the 1st, February 1st, which is okay. On episode five of Bring That Ass Here, Boy, we have a talk about Casey's over oily chicken ready cream that he's been using on his face that he retires. Oh, so y'all, I bought this. So I try to support black businesses, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's this black owned um, skincare line okay. called Butter. Okay, butter. Butter love. And I bought the like the starter pack. So it comes like with a facial cleanser, a yeah. vitamin C serum, and then like you choose between um two different moisturizers, right? Yeah. So I got this moisturizer. And y'all see these pimples on my face, right? Yes. Oh. Bitch, let me tell you, this moisturizer is so goddamn greasy. Is it Vaseline that's the ingredients? Yeah. So y'all, okay. So Kiki, you know me and you use EA Tasty Spoon all the time, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Oh no, bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Not all the like the Jamaican jerk pasta. Yes. <laughs> like the oil just sits on top. No, that shit is so fucking old. like yo, you can get a heart attack from one bowl of pasta. That shit is oily. So bitch, you know what I started using this um moisturizer ass. Don't tell me. Lotion. Lotion? This shit is lotion now. So I use it on my elbows, I put it on my feet, and I put it on my hands as I wash my hands. That's why it's very important to know what oils need to go on a person's face and what oils is for the body. That's probably that. a body. It's probably a body butter and they use the wrong oils. It does look oily. Mm-hmm. What kind of oil is in it? It's oily as fuck. It has shea butter, cocoa butter, sunflower seed oil, avocado oil. Oh, that's just oily as fuck. It has a whole bunch of oils in it, huh? Yeah. I have a facial oil from um, Asian Cosmetics. I love them. Yeah, I have their turmeric one. Yes, they have a um, turmeric um, body scrub, body Mm -hmm. wash. I have that, and I have a a oil that goes on your face. But it don't be it don't be like that. It be like you put it on and then it'll just fade in. Bitch, I stopped using that shit altogether. I went back to my African black soap. Yeah. And my and my Aveeno eczema lotion for my face. The coconut oil just, just uh, does it for me. I use that because I already got an oily put on. My skin's already oily. Mine is like mm-hmm. that too. Mine is like that. Too. So I don't need an extra greasy shit. Right. But don't tell motherfuckers this is good for oily skin when it's nothing but oil in it. I think they use too much oil. I could fry chicken with this. <laughs> fried chicken. <laughs> oh man. The Crisco. The Crisco girl. Girl, it looked like the oil that we sitting on top of macaroni and cheese. After I do <laughs> onion hair, I'm about to go sweat out my face with the um with the facial uh thing. The steamer. I yeah. I did mine today too. I need to get one for myself. Yeah, it's life. It's so relaxing. I'm gonna eat the rest of this crab. I'm mad. You My was lit. Oh, wait a minute. Let's let's talk about this coffee. Okay. You made it. I already told you earlier what to do. Uh, well, I think I put too much ground coffee put, in there. She put her coffee up. She put in two tablespoons of coffee, and I told no! her, "Girl, put in one." One is all you need. But it's not like it tell you the instructions on the dang canister. They don't because what the can look like? Show us this can, honey. Hold on. Let me go downstairs. Oh, you upstairs? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Coach. I do one spoonful, not really a big one, like a regular size spoon of coffee. Then I do like, my thing of raw cane sugar. Right. And, and see, I don't have no uh, raw white sugar. Oh. Well, your raw sugar shouldn't be white anyway. It should be brown. Yes, like a tinted. Send me a picture of it. Whenever you can. Well, mine is okay. in like a canister. I don't have the bag anymore, so that's not gonna help you. I got the bag. Only Chantal would do that. <laughs> yeah, because I I buy it. I got the bag. Bags. I'll send it to you. But um, here. Well, I send you. I send you a picture of the bag that I buy. Yes. Oh, girl, no, 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 no. That needs to be in. Do you need to put that in a um in the French press? What? Yes, you want this. We told you to get instant coffee. You got coffee ground, so that has to go in a coffee maker. That actually has to go in an espresso machine. Oh, no wonder it tastes all powdery. This or this? I can't see your screen, Chantal. No. This one? Yeah, it looks like this. That's like when you were like, I got the can. I was like, oh, bitch, I'm in this shit. I can't see your screen, Chantal. Why you can't see my screen? Now I can see you. Oh. I think it's a delay on my part. No. No, I think you need to switch it so you can see everybody. I think you only see who's talking at the moment. 
But when I go to participants, I I just see like a list. Oh, oh that's mine. I see it. This is what you need. Yes, it's kind of like this. It's instant. You put one spoon in the cup, and then you get your sugar, and then you I put in my creamer, and then I stir. Or you can pour it in the water, and then put in your creamer so you can see how much creamer you want. This is the sugar. You should be done. Yeah, see, mine ain't like that. <laughs> That's pure cane sugar? Yeah, it's 100% um, Colombian cane sugar. Cane sugar, okay. Where'd you get that from? Is that Kroger? Um, I think I got this one from Publix. This is my cane okay. sugar. That's why I'm not going to help you. But yours is white, though, sometimes. It's not white. It's light brown, but you can't even see it because of the light. Oh, okay. Well, Drew, you know, huh? Oh, Drew, Drew reading his short story, y'all. Done. <laughs>